0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace,
1: and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. My karmic theme and the story (laughs) I created around it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: defined so much of my life without me realizing it. I can see that my world on the outside has changed. I can see that my internal has changed. Mm -hmm. It's not significantly different. I still live in the same house. I still see the same people. The people around me are still the same, but my relationships are different. And I think it's because I kind of, as we've discussed over and over again, my internal has so significantly shifted. Yeah. That my external has had to shift As I have. Just to break it down really simply. When you're living within your karmic theme, you're living within your karmic story. And the fear is driving you to believe that it's true. You believe that you're not good enough. And that fear of that you are not good enough is driving you to play out this karmic story in this karmic theme of whatever it may be. Whether it's unlovable, broken, not worthy, evil, not perfect, nothing and undeserving. (laughs) But as you start walking through as you start allowing it to unfold and you actually start living through that karmic story Mm -hmm. and so the fear dissipates the karmic story burns through you learn that actually you are none of those things and that it was merely a perspective and a fear and a creation of your own evolution that you believe that you were your perspective changes who you are changes yes And not that you change into someone different, you become who you really always were, which was Mm -hmm. someone who believed that they were whole, they were perfect as they were, and that they were just here to be themselves.
0: Yes. Which we also say is our divinity, right?
1: Exactly. Which is what you call our divinity. Yes. (laughs) Um, And as you do that, how you react to things and how you perceive things does change because it stops being so much about you and your worth and starts just being about an experience.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's where you start to get to that level of detachment.
1: I love what you said about walking
0: through our karmic story, because two things often happen when we really find ourselves in the thick of our karmic stories. Mm. One, we loop through them because we're so lost that we just or we keep replaying the same thing over and over and over again to get the lesson. Because your fear is like overwhelming the entire thing.
1: Yeah. So if you're so scared of being alone you will stay where you are instead of walking through it because you believe that you will be alone on the other side and you don't want that.
0: Walking through your karmic story means, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to let fear rule my life. And so what did you do when you decided, okay, I got to get out of this loop? What did you say?
1: I said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I said Well, fuck the this. first thing you said. The first thing I said was <laughs> fuck this.
0: Yes. And what does fuck this do? It's not surrender, Right.
1: It's ownership, it's the opposite.
0: Exactly. It's
1: exactly. Like, fuck this, my sanity is more important than anything I'm doing right now. That, that tiny little bit of self-worth I've got left is fighting back and is not going to let me continue like this. Fuck this, I choose something different, anything is better than this.
0: Exactly, so you're not surrendering to the situation or the karmic story, you're saying... I'm done. I'm fighting the spear now. So a lot of those elements that, quote unquote, spiritual teachings, if you will, the surrender or the you are not that person. Well, we know we're not that person, right? That we can shift perspective, but we don't shift perspective from the outside in. We don't shift perspective just by telling our minds, oh, I'm not this person. I am not this story and expect everything else to shift along with that belief. It's not possible. It's as much as I possible. wish it was. I know. Otherwise, you would have uh, you would have accomplished this years ago. Oh, my God. I would have done it in 10 minutes. I'm so strong-willed. <laughs> no, because the shift has to be internal first. And that also then is what allows you to get to that point of detachment. When I'm not consumed by my fears, when my fears are not dictating my actions or informing my decisions, I'm okay with the outcome. And again, we get to that space of detachment when we've healed our karmic story and we have fought the fear and we've divested ourselves.
1: Like I would say for me, the detachment isn't necessarily that I don't care about the outcome. It's that I have a line where it's nothing is worth losing who I am. So it's not so much that I'm detached in the sense of like, I don't care what's going to happen next. Of course I fucking care. You know, I care a lot. It's more that I won't stay if it means I lose myself.
0: So the point of saying when it comes to detachment that we don't care about the outcome is that I'm not so invested in this that it's going to impact me.
1: Well, no, it does impact you.
0: When you are really in your divinity, when you are like, okay, cool. Life will bring what it brings. I can accept that my ego doesn't have to control this. It's not to say that we don't have our feelings, but there is a level of trust. Also, not just trust, but it's just a knowing. And it's just when you are really in your divinity, when you have reached that divine core, everything will always be okay, no matter what.
1: But also, I would imagine that when you've reached your divinity and when you're in your divine core, which means that you've divested yourself enough of most of your karma, that things are going to go super shit anyway. Kind of, yeah. So it's easy to be detached when things are going great. <laughs> going
0: great or they're just cool.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, There's I think just a
0: baseline it's, yeah. of it's all pretty good. Yeah,
1: because if I look at it from the lens of like where I was like a year ago, you told me you'll be okay with whatever outcome. I'd be like, fuck off. I'm definitely not okay with 90% of outcomes because it's just <laughs> shitty and awful. So yeah. I guess detachment comes when you have divested yourself enough because Nothing really horrific happens.
0: Pretty much. Or if something kind of horrific happens,
1: you know that you will be okay. If everything in 5G is relational and everything is kind of the internal is being reflected externally, with everything that's happened to us this year, we've all shifted internally significantly in at least Mm -hmm. one or two ways, whether or not we wanted to. (laughs) <laughs> I to to see help. whether or not we wanted to. So, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense that some relationships will end, some relationships will start, uh, some relationships will change because those relationships with ourselves end, start, change. So it makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my guess, my question would be when we talk about that kind of internal, shifting, external stuff, seeing stuff. Externally, play out from the shift in our internal.
0: As we've seen our relationship to time shift in early 2020, right? Where it was like, what day is it? What month is it? What time is it? It's going to feel very fast. We're just going to be like encountering people left and right if that's part of what our journey has us doing. If we're just going to be speed dating, right? If we're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to meet somebody. Oh, and I'm going to meet somebody
1: else. My relationship to myself is what shifted everything for me. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it kind of, of in a yeah, but it kind of in a way also helped me uncover what I felt could be my purpose for right now. We don't have to know
0: our purpose in terms of a set of words that describe what we do as much as we need to know ourselves so we can know how to
1: express ourselves. Because effectively... Everyone's purpose on this earth is to be themselves. Absolutely. So in doing that, however it's expressed, however it's manifested in the physical reality is almost immaterial because they're fulfilling their purpose just by being themselves, by by walking through their fears, by transcending their karmic story and living life as them in peace. Exactly. And everything else will just come. It
0: does. Because as we really do come to embrace our purpose, which is ultimately embracing ourselves fully, we'll be making sure that all the areas of our of our lives line up with that purpose. So everything will pretty much line up with our energy and our vibration. And that's something we're going to be focused on really for the next three years.
1: I tell you what's interesting for me, though, because obviously this is a love season. I learned most of the stuff about myself. Through my relationships with others. And through the want that I wanted a relationship. Like through the desire for a relationship. Mm -hmm. It was initially my motivation to look inside. But then it was also afterwards how all the experiences presented themselves to me. And how all the lessons presented themselves to me. Because I learned a lot of my lessons through relationships. Not just romantic ones. Mm
0: -hmm. So you want to hear something ironic. So even though 5D is relational... Right, mm-hmm. and we're talking about how we're going to be confronting all of our relationships, and there's going to be people breaking up, and then eventually, you know, people coming together, hopefully in a way that really suits their purpose. Much as you know the kind of relationship paradigm that we discussed in um, a few episodes ago, so we're definitely going to be see we're going to be seeing all that. But the irony is that really what these early five D years are about is our purpose. (laughs) Isn't that kind of funny? It's like, yes, it's all relational and it's all about relationship. But the most important relationship that we can cultivate in this time is the one to ourselves.
1: Because that's where everything else unfolds. Everything
0: will completely unfold and emanate from that space.
1: So if you're really kind of seeking a relationship and you Mm -hmm. want kind of partnership, the best way to go about that is to really focus on yourself and your purpose, and then allow everything to unfold from that space. And it will only unfold from that space in 5D. I'm just going to be me, live freely as me, follow my joy.
0: Discover all the things that bring me joy. And then one of them will
1: also be a partner.
0: Yes. And then at some point, when I'm pretty sure, more or less, I have some idea what my purpose is, or at least I know I'm on a path to that. And it doesn't mean I'm going to quit my day job because I need to pay the bills and pay my rent and... But at the same time, you know, there are things I'm able to engage in on the weekends and my spare time, you know, that's when we'll find the person to share that joy with.
1: For a long time, (laughs) I was living my purpose and I did not find the person to share that joy with.
0: It's fair because there are going to be people who are going to be sitting, who might hear that and think, fuck you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I've done all that. I've ticked all the boxes. So what are you going to tell me that I'm still not going to get what I want? Yeah. Right? Right. First of all, in doing all of those things, and ticking all of those boxes, have you honestly burned out your karmic story?
1: Do you still think you're not good enough?
0: Mm-hmm. Have you done the real internal work? Are you still looking for someone else to make
1: you feel special?
0: Are you operating from a space of fear? Is fear still informing your choices and your decisions? Because while we are meant to be purpose-driven in 5D, the only way that we can really delve into that purpose, the only way we can really begin to know that things have lined up is how much of my karmic story am I still living in? How much fear is really ruling my life?
1: So really, in order to burn out the karmic story, in order to burn out the fear, we have to really face the end of 3D separation
0: completely when we pin so much on getting that partner that means something's still unresolved I, oh motherfucker! that's why we had to talk about detachment
1: earlier in the episode so all the external stuff that told us we were good enough we're going to have to confront and see that they are no they are no measure of how good we are at all
0: and we will be forced on some level or another to say i don't need it anymore
1: fuck this yes but the deathing of separation is painful it, yeah, it it's is. not <gasps> easy and I think oh that's gosh. something to be it's something that we need to acknowledge it's not an easy you know we say that we don't want to learn from suffering anymore we don't want to learn from pain we don't want to evolve in that way but in right. order to move through that to not do so we have to be in pain first <laughs> yes and that's what 2019 was all about not 2020 just to well, highlight 2019 was as it broke I don't know how I know this but I do No, you're right <laughs> 2019 is how it broke 2020 was just it falling away. Exactly. It wasn't as painful because the break was the painful part, not the Uh. bits where it fell away. Yes. It was was just more uncertain and destabilizing. Mm -hmm. So really, you know, when we're talking about this kind of like falling away, this this, where the 2020, we're watching everything unravel and it looks all really uncertain, we're moving into it, ready or not. Oh, gosh, know, And it just can't be the case (laughs) anymore that... We, we use things like worth and, you know, prosperity and admiration and how many Insta followers do you have and what car do you drive and what your hair looks like and where did you go on holiday? None of these things, we're able to define ourselves by them anymore. We're just not able to as much as we'd like to. You know, we've discussed this in previous episodes of sometimes the scar of a pain causes us to be scared to have a level of trust or belief that oh, things completely. When you
0: get burned, you're going to feel that
1: burn for a while, don't you? Ironically, you feel like you have less worth to then get to your... Worthfulness. That's not a word.
0: Yeah. Your worthiness. <laughs> worthiness. Yes, that's a better
1: word. Yeah. It's very true. But how do you do that?
0: Well, there's a few answers to that one. Okay, so the spiritual answer would be begin to discover your happiness. What is your happy place? Oh, we get to use the word happy. They don't usually like the word happy. I like that because, you know, it is possible to find happiness in 2020. It is possible where your baseline is contentment and peace.
1: Oh, how nice. That's 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 amazing.
0: Yes. I mean, that is the baseline in 5D is I'm content. I'm happy with what I have, right? I have peace, not struggle, not pain, not ups and downs and ins and outs of, you know, on and off relationships and stuff like that. It's the, no, I'm good. I'm good where I am. And you do that by beginning to find your happy place. We don't mean on the beach in my orca. I mean, that's a lovely place to project oneself to. And if you can get there, great. It's the internal place. What are the things I can cultivate that bring me the most joy? And understand that that is not relational, if you will. That is deep inside. I know myself well enough to the point where I know what will make me
1: happy. Well, if you're already at season three, episode 20, pretty sure you know <laughs> yourself a little bit.
0: Yes. So that's the spiritual answer. The very pragmatic answer to that question is, am I in line with my purpose enough that I know why I'm getting out of bed in the morning?
1: Basically, so the spiritual answer is, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the pragmatic answer is, I know why I get up in the morning.
0: And both require coming from a place of complete consciousness.
1: Both require you knowing who you are and being fearless enough to recognize that and own it completely and that's really love in action isn't it
0: it is it's our sweet love thank you for listening for more information articles and inspiration find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta
1: and if you liked what you heard please subscribe and leave us a review